0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the latest edition of the Cards Cast. Michael McCammon, senior writer from Cardinal Authority, joined here by publisher of Cardinal Authority, Jody Demling. Jody. A lot of stuff going on. We've got uh, football, football recruiting, basketball recruiting, all kinds of exciting and noteworthy things. But, you know, uh, re- let's start off with some great stuff that, you know, the Vince Tyra has been working extremely busy, working close, closely with his head coaches. You just posted it uh, a few minutes ago on the uh, Cardinal Authority Insiders Forum. Tyra locking down a bunch of his coaches.
1: Yeah, Vince Tyra has done a good job since he – you know, I mean, it's it was it was tough early on, but they've – they kind of managed the uh, right at the ship, and they're moving in the right direction. The U of Athletic Association Board today uh, ex- they approved a raise and a contract extension for Karen Ferguson Days, the women's soccer coach. She bumps up from 150 to 180,000, and extended to 2023. 20, they're 11-1-1 on the season, and they're right now in a tie for third in the ACC, which is the best conference in women's soccer. Uh, A huge game uh, Friday night against Duke. And then uh, then next week they go on the road for a a couple. Uh, But a good one there. Also, Arthur Albiero gets. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A raise, he, his salary moves from 200000 to 250000 a year. And a contract that, it, it, that gets a year added onto a seven-year contract Anytime time that his team makes the NCAA tournament, which at this point has been every single year for every the last, year. I think, seven or eight years, he's done a great job there. A little amendment for Jeff Walls is uh, more than anything just uh, just something that I, I think they thought was in before, but it wasn't in the previous contract, and that is to allow his family to travel to games, uh, you know, with him uh, on the, like the team charter and thing like that. And then Dan McDonald, maybe the biggest news of them all, Dan McDonald gets uh, moves to a rolling seven-year agreement. Uh, Dan McDonald does the uh, the board of directors approved that this uh, today with rollover provisions aimed. They basically aim to keep him here for his entire career. Uh, His salary gets bumped up. Uh, $50,000 per year under the new deal, and that makes him the second highest paid baseball coach in college baseball at $1.15 million. So some, uh, some pretty big news with Dan McDonald, uh, the fact that, that it looks like this is a contract that Vince Tyree has put together for, Vince, for Dan McDonald to keep him at Louisville for his entire career.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and as we've seen in recent years, I mean, he's a guy that, you know, other programs, other schools with big baseball programs would love to have. And his name's floated out there. But, you know, every year he's been consistent with it. You know, we love it here. Why would we leave here? And I think he's you know one of those genuine guys that really does believe that. So this is a you know a great effort by the athletic department uh, to make sure you get him locked in, to make him one of the, the most appreciated. I mean obviously this is a big you know show of appreciation from from Ty Ray and everybody in the athletic department of what he's accomplished here and obviously multiple trips to Omaha so yeah you know obviously keeps the baseball program on great ground for many years ahead
1: yeah it totally does so good news there all around uh, yeah. we start the weekend off lots of things going on on campus this uh, this weekend i mean there are there are a ton <laughs> Uh, of events this weekend beginning tonight They got a soccer doubleheader But uh, the big one tomorrow at noon And that's Louisville and Clemson yeah. uh, I, You know what, look, it, Clemson's 24 The last time I checked, maybe 25 point favorite And rightly so After watching some film this week I haven't seen them as much this year Just because of when Louisville's games are And, and I haven't had a, had that chance to, uh, to To get to see them as much But I will say this Holy cow they are really good. I thought for a second when I was going to watch them, I was going to be like, all right, maybe they're down a little bit because you know maybe they had you know North Carolina was close. This team, this team is loaded, and they look as good to me uh, as they did last year. Maybe not as as physical on defense, uh, but very very talented on defense, and their offense just continues to roll. So uh, I, I I expect this one. Obviously, as we all know the toughest one for the Louisville football team and without Doreen Etheridge in the first half I think it's going to be a major challenge for Louisville to keep up
0: yeah without question I think it's been kind of silly maybe some SEC bias you know that that we've seen Clemson drop in the in the rankings the last few weeks you know obviously a lot of people like surprised by the close game against North Carolina but uh, you, you, you look through almost anybody's schedule every year and, and there's going to be a game like that but certainly Clemson is a program that uh, you know just reloads they're not rebuilding and they have plenty of talented guys back from last year's uh, national championship staff including their quarterback Trevor Lawrence and, and obviously the very talented uh, running game as well you know so you know odds makers know what they're doing for a reason nobody's stupid here I you know this is a game that that they're heavily favored to win for a reason. And yes, yes, Scott Satterfield has the Cardinal program headed in the right direction, much quicker and on a much straighter uh, trajectory than probably most people anticipated. You know, but still, this is a huge task. I think it's a great point without Dorian Etheridge for the first half. You know, that is a, certainly a blow one of the, one of the, you know the quarterback really of the defense. So huge task. You know, going to have to play a perfect game. You know, to to stay close with Clemson. If we're being real there.
1: Yeah, no, they they are. I mean, tra- look, Travis Etienne, uh, e- Travis Etienne is the best running back Louisville will play this year. And T. Higgins might be the best receiver that they play this year. Oh, and yeah, there's that guy, uh, Trevor Lawrence, who, uh, you know, is pretty good yeah. quarterback. Uh, I-, I just think, like I said, I think it's one of those games where it, it to me. I know a lot of people be the Notre Dame game around the Notre Dame game said, okay, you get two tests for this Louisville team, two litmus tests to kind of see where you are. I I don't think this week is. I think Notre Dame was a team that you thought was a top ten team. You didn't know how good they were. It was the opening game of the season, and Louisville played pretty well. This is a game where. You know these guys are really good. They've won 21 straight games and a mind-blowing 35 straight games on Saturday. How about that? That's, that's, just, that's just stupid stat that they've yeah. won 35 straight times that they've played on Saturday. This is a team that you're going to have to – Louisville's going to have to play the best game they've played – in four years to beat this team. I mean, five years, probably since that, however long ago that Florida state game, how many, is that now four years ago or 2016? Yeah. So three years ago, but it, it's, this is Louisville's going to have to be uh, at their very best to slow them down. And even if they can slow them down, they only average, they only give up 12.3 points per game on defense. So this is going to be the best defense you face and the best offense you face this year. If I'm Louisville, I just want to show strides. I want to show, uh, that we're, that we're building, that we're, uh, that we're, we're competitive and that, you know what, it's not going to be 77 points up against them this year.
0: No. And I think that's, you know, stick with the same mantra that you've been going with all year long, you know, come out give, you know, complete effort, go with the mindset that you're here to improve. But, you know, as Scott Satterfield has said, you know, they're coming out onto the field expecting to win those games, you know, and, and obviously, you know, I don't think most of the college, outside college football world is expecting Louisville to come away for a winner. But you want to go in with that kind of a mindset so that you could see them play tough, not just for the first quarter and then see Clemson pull away, but for all four quarters, like we did against Notre Dame. You know, Louisville had a chance where they, you know, if it wasn't for turnovers, to be in that game much closer than they were. But when those turnovers happened, they didn't fade into to misery that we saw in 2018. They continued to fight. And I think that's something that Scott Satterfield and his staff, as well as, you know, Coordination, as well as everybody that's going to be watching on ABC, wants to see from Louisville as well is okay, if they're really bouncing back, let's see how this team looks in the fourth quarter, regardless of what the school board might say.
1: Yeah, a big weekend for uh, recruiting as far as football <laughs> recruiting goes. Uh, the, uh, the Louisville football team. Uh, with a ton of uh, of visitors, we'll have a, a, a full list up later on at some point uh, on on Friday and and have reaction through Saturday uh, and Sunday after the game. But Christian Fitzpatrick, Des Fitzpatrick's brother, who is on commitment watch and uh, has uh, I think what I think it's up we're up to nine crystal balls to Louisville now for yeah. him. Yeah from Southfield, Michigan, uh, decommitted from Washington State early in the week and then uh, and is going to visit this weekend. Greedy Vance, who's from New Orleans, a cornerback, uh, recent decommitment from Arkansas, is also going to be on an official visit. And I think he's one to watch pretty close. I'm not sure that he'll do it like right now, but he and Brian Brown have really, really have a good relationship. And I think at some point or another, Greedy Vance is probably – uh, going to end up being part of this Louisville uh, recruiting class, and then Jared Dawson and Desmond Tell, two Louisville commitments, both defensive linemen, are also going to be uh, on campus for their official visits this weekend. As uh, as the staff continues to try to put this class together while trying to keep the the guys who are committed uh, there. I think Brock Travel said Josh Minkins. I'm not sure some other guys that will be unofficially at the game tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, who have uh, who have made commitments as well? I think Austin Collins uh, from Ohio is going to be there, the former Christian Academy kid, and uh, maybe even Nick Bolito. So some some guys that are committed to Louisville, some guys that they want committed to Louisville to uh, probably uh, help work them a little bit.
0: And then a uh, you know a pretty a pretty lengthy list of unofficial visitors as well. You know especially a large group from the 2021 class because as you mentioned, you know this is a class that's filling up. It's getting close to capacity. So you know that 21. Or, you know, class is getting plenty of attention, you know, and uh, as as you're going over the names who's visiting and 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 how things have gone uh, for recruiting wise for Louisville in this class. I mean, it really is a strong testament to how well Scott Satterfield and his and his staff have recruited. I mean, just the storylines of first, you know, Watkins from Butler and now Fitzgerald, the, the younger brother of Des, who was committed. Both of them have decommitted, including one Watkins from the in-state rival Kentucky. Now both leaning, you know, towards at least the crystal balls have them leaning towards uh, Louisville. I mean, that's just a you know continual positive trend that Satterfield and his staff have kept going throughout this class.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think Jordan Watkins is just a matter of time at some point in the next yeah. uh, a couple of weeks. I think he'll join the fold. Uh, and I think Fitzpatrick, I think he could. You know, there's been some word that he might take another uh, a visit somewhere else, I, I think. I think he could end it this weekend once he's here and, and just kind of gets around the coaches. And uh, uh, I mean, look, they're around here all the time. His brother yep. uh, tweeting at him. Don't you want to play with me for a year that, you know, that kind of, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure uh, on him, uh, which is a good thing. And I, and I don't mean that as a bad pressure, I think the pressure um, uh, that, uh, that his family's going to put on because they love this place. And I think that, uh, that he does too. So it'll be very interesting to see, uh, just what, uh, what he can do and, and some other guys down the road, but I do think Fitzpatrick and, uh, I, from, from what I've been told Fitzpatrick and Watkins will be the next two members of this class. And, and I think greedy Vance is a guy, uh, that is a cornerback, very, uh, very solid physical kind of guy. And I think at some point he could be part of this class that would give Louisville, you know, uh, uh, bounce backs from. Washington State, Kentucky, and Arkansas. That's not uh, that's not a bad three new additions to uh, the class. They have 22 right now, Michael, and they will have uh, a total, uh, I-, I think six more guys is what they will add. So a big weekend for Louisville football recruiting.
0: Yeah, and we'll have you know, plenty of uh, recruit reaction. Obviously, if there's a commitment, we'll have the breaking news at Cardinal Authority as well. Uh, and hey, if you're listening to this podcast, you can you, know, you can find it now on your favorite podcast outlet, be it you know through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever. If you haven't found it on there yet, just search Cardscast. Once you find us, give us a follow, a like. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give, give us a, a five-star rating. We'd uh, appreciate that a bunch. Jody, a bunch of News obviously continued with the recruiting theme. Basketball obviously has been one storyline after another storyline after another storyline. And unfortunately for Chris Mack and Louisville, I, I probably shouldn't giggle at that, but it's, they've, they've been kind of bad storylines, you know, for Louisville. So, you know, looking f- obviously to, to change the momentum for, for Chris Mack staff when it comes to recruiting, obviously the confirmation of the offer to JJ trainer, uh, is a, is a positive, uh, turn for the, for the Louisville, uh, recruiting efforts, but certainly it has been one interesting recruiting, uh, I guess season for this class for Louisville.
1: Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a crazy one as easy as, uh, as easy as last year's six-player class and one of the best classes in school history was, uh, this one has been just as difficult. Uh, Jay Scrub yeah. is in the fold, and I know whatever they keep saying, but I will say this: I'm probably, uh, I am probably, you know, I'm probably almost too close. I, I know so many people around Jay and, and all the the uh, the people uh, involved in that recruitment. Uh, I. I I think he's going to end up being coming to Louisville. And, I, and, you know, I mean, people were talking about a lot of chatter behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff. It's actually kind of stopped. Um, there's more than if, if there's anything uh, it's a, it's a lack of, uh, of anything being said right now. He's made his commitment, uh, he's helping recruit, you know, to Louisville and what, do what he can do. And, uh, uh, wants to, uh, wants to, to have a good season this year. And you know what, don't worry about the NBA thing in April. If, if there's something to worry about, you still he to go out and have a good season. Uh, what's going to happen now with the rest of this class, uh, DeAndre Davis, the kid from Lawrence central up in Indianapolis. Look, he's the best 2020 player in the state of Indiana. It's not the best class in the state of indiana in 2020 but he's the best player in that uh he's going to make an official visit this weekend uh uh tay davis uh, his name's Deontay, but they call him tay i'm not sure why uh i will just change his profile at some point because he's tay davis the 2022 brother the younger brother will visit with him um his family will be here um i I fully expect that it's Louisville or Xavier, and I think in the end that this is going to be Louisville in the end, and this is going to be he's going to be the next commitment for Chris Mack in this 2020 class. Will it happen this weekend? Uh, it, yeah, it could. Um, you know, it could be the fact that that they get both Davis boys. Um, look, DeAndre's a right around 100. He's I think 95 in the composite, like 110 or whatever in the uh, in the 24/7. He's right around the 100. He's a he's a wing. Uh, who is very solid on both ends of the floor, really good in uh, in dribble penetration and 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 can get to the basket. He, he'll be fine. He'll be just uh, just fine. He was a kid that was committed to Nebraska for a long time and kind of went unrecruited a little bit because he had been committed for so long. So uh, that's why uh, it, he stuck with Nebraska and, uh, and, and you know until just recently. Um, and his ranking and his recruitment don't look as stellar as maybe it would have been, been had he had he not been uh, committed to Nebraska the whole time. So, but I think he'll, he'll join the class at some point or another. And then after that, Jalen Terry, they went to visit and had a great meeting uh, with him on Thursday. So we'll see what happens there.
0: And then obviously the, uh, you know, following the, the JJ trainer uh, story as it progresses as well. So, you know, plenty of recruiting storylines to, to follow. We'll have it all uh, continually covered as uh, as we always do at Cardinal Authority. Jody, you do a fantastic job, uh, you know, covering it, it all. Uh, and now football recruiting, uh, like we'll have a, a full list of the unofficial visitors as we always do. You can find that on the Insiders Forum uh, coming up. Any uh, final quick notes before we uh, sign off on this uh, episode, Jody?
1: No, I just think it's one of those things where both football and basketball recruiting, you just, uh, you know, fans don't want to be patient, but uh, um, it's one of those things where (laughs) where patience does pay off a little bit. And, you know, these are these are kids and families and and all kinds of things can uh, can happen and go on. But uh, but in the end, I think both for Louisville football and Louisville basketball, the 2020 class is going to be just what they need. You know, I mean, fortunately. For basketball, they don't need it to be the greatest class that they've had because they had a, that last year, you know what I mean? And you would love oh, yeah. to have yep. it, and they wanted some of these prospects that, that went elsewhere, uh, but they're going to be just fine. And if you can rebound with a guy like DeAndre Davis and Jalen Terry, then uh, then then you're doing pretty good.
0: It sure is. And, uh, hey, again, continue to stay on to cardinalauthority.com because those are storylines that seem to change. This this time of year, almost hourly. So we'll continue to have yep. updates at the uh, and, Insider Forum on Cardinal, Cardinal Authority. Go ahead.
1: And Michael, uh, Alana Smith, Olivia Cochran, two women's commitments are on on campus this weekend. Sarah Andrews, uh, top five guard uh, from down in Texas, uh, she's visiting. I don't think she'll end up at Louisville. I think Louisville ends up getting if they if they add another one. I think it would be Haley Van Lith. Uh, I think it's Louisville and Baylor for Van Lith and Louisville and Baylor for Andrews and Louisville and Notre Dame for Maddie Westbelt. Can uh, Jeff Walls win one of those? Uh, he doesn't need another player, but there are three really elite players. <laughs> yeah. And I think you, you would get take one of those any. of three. You would take any of the three. I think right now it looks like Van Lith would be the uh, the one that's more probable uh, than the other two. But that's uh, uh, also we'll have uh, reports and all that kind of stuff from uh, women's basketball as well. So lots going on this week in the Ville.
0: All right, that's it. Another episode of Cards Cast. Again, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and all your other favorite uh, podcast outlets. Uh, keep an eye out for us if there, if there is a commitment. We'll have a breaking news uh, Cards Cast. But if not, stay tuned to next Friday for the regular scheduled one. This is Michael McCammon. That's Jody Demling. We'll see you next time.